Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker, and youth leader, Tom French. How are you going, Tom? I am well. Thank you, Chris. That's yeah. great. Um, I feel like I didn't nail the music this time. It's also... <laughs> Going, do you fade the music out manually or does it have no, a particular? It, so the yeah, weeks where it feels like it's um, taking forever, it's just because I was a little too fast on the intro read. Is that? Yeah, that's it. That's oh, it. Well. It's not. It's nothing to do with the the music. It's the same fade out every time. Okay, so it's a it's a me thing. Well, yeah, I'm feeling too celebratory. 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 I'm feeling too celebratory. To worry about that or even, in oh, fact, why? about how you say words. Because today, Tom, is a very special birthday edition of the podcast. What? Already? It is our 18th birthday. We have reached... <laughs> wow. Oh. And oh. we've gone pro to celebrate. <laughs> I found that button and I needed to use it. Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're too kind. Um, do you know where the off button is? Um, <laughs> so, congratulations. We've successfully raised the podcast yeah. to adulthood. Excellent. It's time to start transitioning the podcast out of youth group and into like big church and maybe a uni group or something like that. Let's see what we yeah, can do. That's good. Year 13, I'm, I'm taking maybe. the podcast out tonight to put $5 on the pokies and then I'll do the transition. And then you can send it over to me where I can have a serious talk about the evils of gambling. <laughs> um, that's great. That's great. Well, um, it's going to be sad to see the podcast leave youth group, but look, it's been, it's been nice while it's been here for the, for the time it has been. For anyone who is fearful that this means we're ending the podcast, we're not. It's just an extended metaphor that's a little bit shaky when you <laughs> look into it at all. Um, For anyone who is hoping it's the end of the podcast, then go listen to another podcast. Can you I can unsubscribe. Cautionary Tales. That's one that I'm enjoying at the moment. Great. Yeah. Nothing to do but, with ministry, but it's a good podcast. Fantastic. Um, I'm going to do something a little bit different, Tom. We're going to mix it up. Whoa. Um, I'm going to read you an email at the beginning. Whoa. Because this is an encouraging email. And oh, yeah. I thought maybe if we were encouraged, then we'd do an extra good podcast in celebration. <laughs> so All right. this one comes in from Mitchell Wilson. Um, he says, boys, only stumbled across your podcast today. And loving it. Crazy how youth groups all have the same ups and downs. My wife and I run a youth group up on the Gold Coast and have been a part of youth leadership for over 10 years. We love it and it's great to hear your stories. Keep up the awesome content, Tom. Um, I added the Tom. He didn't <laughs> I was like, He didn't single Chris? you out as the one who needed to keep up the content. Um <laughs> But uh, Mitch also has a question, which is, yeah. what is the best slash funniest story each of you have from your time in youth ministry? He um, shares one of his own, but my innuendo filter is um, locked and in place and 
um, it is preventing me from reading the story. But do you have one that gets past the filter? I um, probably do. <clears throat> oh, no. Now, let me just say, firstly, uh, that's so good. Like, I'm just excited that um, it's fun to hear about people who've been in ministry for a long time and uh, husband and wife hanging out with young people together. Where me and me and Emily did that for a, about a year. No, we did it for more than a year, but at a, in our current youth group, we did it for a year, and then Emily got pregnant. She went on maternity leave and never came back. So, you know. Well, but like the, she anyway. still is in your marriage, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. She just she's, never came back to youth group rather she's than She's in the other room back. right now, yeah, robot vacuum cleaning the house. Amazing. I mean, the robot's doing the vacuum cleaning. She's just cheering it on with our daughter. But um, anyway, it's just I just love I love hearing about people who are still in ministry. It's doing it for a long time. Yeah, it's really good. Um, the longer you do it, the better it gets. Funny, funny stories that that we can say on the podcast. Uh, I think this is probably allowed to say. Um, so <laughs> there was one time I'll um I'll have a I don't have a sound effects panel like you apparently do. <laughs> But I'll just um, start screaming if I think it's inappropriate. You can just say, no, that's not allowed. Record a new one and pretend that that never happened and then we'll edit it out. So anyway, so there was uh, this. Ah! (laughs) Sorry, just testing. (laughs) Uh, There was this. uh, We were at youth group. It was, uh, we're hanging out before church. We had our youth group at this, before we went to the service and we'd had dinner together. And just after dinner, uh, we were hanging out before we went to the service and these two girls ran up to me and, uh, one of them said to me, pointing at the other one, they're like, do you think she's fat? And I was like, oh no, this is a trap. And so I was like scrambling in my head to figure out what was what to say that wasn't going to get me in trouble. And because this was like the early kind of 2000s when this had happened, fresh in my mind was that there was an acronym for FAT because people used to talk about FAT beats, which is P-H-A-T. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's FAT, P-H-A-T. Okay, that's good. There's an acronym. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. I was like, yeah, I do. You're like FAT, P-H-A-T, pretty hot and tempt. Oh, no. No, Tom. don't say that. Ah! <laughs> and, I uh, saved my yelp. You, Tom. I, yeah, I, I, as soon as I said it, I was like, I didn't, I didn't mean that. I mean, I'm, I didn't, I'm sorry. That was not, that, oh, no, I did not think that through. And then I, I felt bad. They felt bad. Everyone felt bad. And um, it, was, it was bad ministry. Tom, that is not an edifying story. (laughs) It is a cautionary tale, though. Yeah, it was. It certainly was. It was certainly not one you should follow. But you can think to yourself, go through all acronyms before they come out of your mouth slowly. Yep. Um, The early two thousands was before Tom installed his innuendo filter. (laughs) Oh, it really, it really was. Uh, There was. I was not yet, I had not yet had the frontal cortex or lobe of my brain, whatever that bit is that needs to fully develop before you can make good decisions. That was not finished developing when I was. Yeah, you must have been very early in the early 2000s. You must have been very, very early into your ministry career. Yeah, I think this was probably probably around 2005 or something. So at that stage, I was like 22 years old, which is 
prime perfect time not to... thinking about the end of your sentence before you begin the beginning of it. Yeah, but you know, two years away from youth ministry retirement, so what can you do? Well, I'm glad <laughs> that didn't derail you because you have gone on to do much better things and say much better things. Can I just that. ask though? Uh, I've not yet solved the problem. Many years later, what would what should I have said at that point in time? Um, when a teenage girl comes up and asks you if she's fat about another teenage girl, and together they run up and they're like having a fun time. Well, I'd say I don't really think that you need to be focusing on another person's size. That fat is. <laughs> part of the way our bodies store energy and everyone's body stores it differently and so maybe we should try to be more like Jesus and not look at the outward appearance and instead look at the kind of person that they are Mm, that's nice you know what I would do first now that you've said that I would do that I might but I before I say that because they're having fun I would probably say what went through my head and I would say the first thing that went through my head was this is a trap. <laughs> I would say that to them, I think. Yeah. Cause they would probably find that funny. Yeah. I look, I also say um, I make it a point to not have any opinions about the body shape and size of any youth group member. Me too. And me too. So These that days. is, I know always, I always did that just to be clear, but uh, I'd, you know, I just made a mistake. <laughs> I want to apologize for it. No. I accept. <laughs> if you were apologizing to me, um, apology accepted. Just apologizing to the world. What, Chris, do you have any funny youth group stories? Well, I have already shared at some point on this podcast the story of the time when I um, got my youth group into trouble for being reckless and disruptive on camp and then sent them off into the garage to play ping pong and whatever else was at that Airbnb. And then it all got a bit too quiet and I opened the door and found one of the youth crawling through a hole in the wall. Um, I do remember that. That's the one that stands out to me. A lot of the others, like most of the funniest moments at youth group for me are actually like you had to be there kind of moments, like objectively not that funny, but um, subjectively funny. So when we did um, PowerPoint karaoke a few months back and one kid's, one youth's uh, reading of a slideshow about bananas um, (laughs) was fantastic and not because he was – slipping things past the innuendo filter, but just because there was something beautiful about his level of commitment to the work. And again, that's not a funny story to tell, but I think, I don't know. it. To me, when you move beyond uh, funny stories of like things going horribly wrong at youth group to things that are funny because you know each other well and you're enjoying each other's company, that I feel like is surely a good move. Yeah, that is that's true. But also, when things go wrong, that's a funny story. <laughs> it is. Um, maybe I've just blocked them all from 
my mind, but I think I have an extra strong filter because I am a male primary school teacher. And yeah. so I am always very heightened in my awareness of safety, of child protection stuff, of, you know, all of the things that can befall a youth leader who is not being as careful as maybe they should be. So all the things that could befall 2005 Tom. Yeah. In well, none of them I'd... were career ending, oh. so that's good. Yeah. Um, but I did have to move states, so wow. that's not true. That's not why I moved states, <laughs> just to be clear. Um, good. Should we get on with the rest of the podcast? Sure. I've got other um, stories I realize I can share about injuries, but um, let's move on. All right. Um, how was youth group on Friday, Tom? Ooh, it was a good one. So as I, uh, I said last week, we were talking about money. Oh, and, yeah, did you um, give out money to everybody? Oh, yes, we did. So I'll get to that. But the first thing we did was uh, we played a game, which was a uh, mystery auction. So this is the second time the podcast has paid off in my ministry because I've stolen an idea from you. So if nothing else, this podcast is improving my youth ministry. Um, But not that I ran it, but it was uh, my youth leader. Oh, how uh, old was he? He's 27. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He uh, actually, I just posted on Be Real just before we recorded this, and uh, I posted a picture of the mic saying that I was going to record a podcast, and he asked for a shout out. So, shout out to you. I don't know. Can I use his name? I don't know. I'll ask him. He can tell me. Um, anyway, I think by so, the time the world knows his name and age, you're getting we're pretty much close pretty much to doxing, doxing him. him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know where he lives too, but I won't say that. Um, Anyway, he we'll put that on the Patreon. He did a good <laughs> he did a good job running the game, which was uh, yeah a fun mystery auction. And uh, it turns out one of the things he want, did was he auctioned off National Geographic uh, National Geographic issues that he mm-hmm. bought. Um, and he was the plan was for later in the game for them pages to become currency, but yeah. some of the kids were so. Uh, they loved their National Geographic so much they just didn't want to rip them up. So their team was like, <laughs> come on, I'll take your page, I'll take your page. And they were like, no, no, I want this, I'm going to read it. So, uh, it, so you know, there was a good currency, but just too good a currency. Yeah, so, I like that. Maybe a less interesting magazine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's probably some some lessons in there about money and hoarding money as well, which if we'd realized what was going to happen, we might've been able to draw it out, but it was, it was just a really kind of fun game and got us on topic. Uh, and then we checked in with our youth group, our small groups, and then had a talk about money. And what I really appreciated about this talk is that the leader who gave it, she did a really good job of kind of contrasting how money works when you have yourself at the center and, you know, she talked about a lot of like sound financial advice that you get given, but is still you centered. Mm. And then she contrasted that with what does money look like if it's Jesus centered. And uh, as she did that, it, it like it reminded me that it's just so good to be talking about to young people about things that we don't often talk to them about. Like I, yeah. I like it's so money is so important and is going to be a huge issue in the lives of these young people. Um, but we rarely mention it, or sometimes we mention it. And um, <laughs> so Chris just used the, the mute button. I figured it to out. Cough. 
But you wrecked that's, it. You... That's the the running saga. I couldn't help it. I just saw you coughing, and I was like, "He's done it." I was so it was, was so smooth you. though. You were talking, and I just muted the mic, and I coughed, and now here we are, derailed. What um, were we talking about? No one knows. Yeah, talking about money, and um, yeah, it's. I think it's just important to make sure we're talking about things that we don't always talk about with mm. youth, but are going to be big issues. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, I was really pleased she did it. I think she did a great job. And then after that, we gave them all twenty dollars and told what? them to yeah, twenty bucks and told them to go and spend it uh in a God centered way, uh and to pray and see how God might be uh leading them to spend it. And uh we'll see what happens this week. So I'm really excited for next week's podcast when I can tell you what actually happened. Twenty um, bucks. That's like I mean, that is a great amount because it's the kind of money you can actually you know if if you give them all a buck then you know yeah that's fine but if you give them twenty dollars man how did you fund that we 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 had someone donate the money to us so uh, how many youth specifically did you have to give this out to uh we had 16 on the night but then i'm i sent money home with uh like parents uh, and the like so that um, the youth who weren't there but will probably be there next week will have also be able to join in the discussion. Yeah, wow. Um, so we – and I chose $20 because if you're like thinking, oh, I can spend some on this and some on that and some on this, like you actually can divide $20 up into multiple kind of different yeah. things. Um, and my my hope is not that we come back and they all say, oh, I I gave $20 to charity, although that would be mm. really nice. But I think it would be more useful if they have what we can think about whatever um, motivations they had going into it and look at what actually happened when they spent it. Mm. Um, because I, I would prefer that their hearts were revealed to them in this exercise than they just got the joy of being generous. Unless that is just they that was their hearts being revealed to them that it's they're generous people. Uh, but like when I got my first paycheck and I spent almost all of it on a uh, diehard one and two widescreen VHS box set, that revealed my heart <laughs> to me. And uh, and I realized that I needed to do a better job with money. Um, but it was a, that was a good lesson to learn that's been much more useful than if I'd got that and just said, oh, I'm just going to give it away. Maybe, or maybe I would have said that was so good and I'd just give all my money and away all the time. Anyway, so that's my reflections. It's a work in progress, and I'm excited to see what happens. But I'm- I am so interested to yeah. tune in next week and find out more. Um, I just think it's such an interesting exercise. I'm so fascinated by it. I would love to run it with my youth group and would be just so interested to see what they would do. Um, <laughs> but because, like, especially... Well, depending on, um, you know, your socioeconomic situation, but like for a lot of teenagers, twenty bucks is like quite a bit of money. I think one one young person said, "I've never had twenty dollars before," <laughs> so it's pretty exciting. I think to get twenty bucks. Mm. Yep. Well, can't wait to find out about part two. Me Great. too. How was your youth group, Chris? 
Um, it oh, you didn't go. Didn't happen. Camp. Yeah. No youth group. We had camp. So just a very brief camp reflection, and that is All that right. it was really encouraging to see. We only had a handful of our youth at camp, but um, I was really encouraged that I think most of them had a better time than they thought maybe they would at the camp that was like mostly the grown-ups and them. Yeah. Um, they sat in on the talks, uh, most of them. And at the end when there was some, there was some like general reflection time, you know, people were invited to feedback. Then one of them, um, put their hand up and said that the talks were the kind of talks that you don't fall asleep to. And I thought that was <laughs> pretty good. So yeah, camp was great. Um, missed being at youth group, looking forward to, um, going back next week. Speaking of, what are you doing next week at youth group, Tom? Woo-wee. Well, we're going to find out how that $20 was spent. So it's dinner. Um, actually, it's going to be, it's an interesting week because we have dinner. We've got a lot going on. And uh, we've got another youth group, Our one of the youth groups who used, well, the youth one youth group who used to be part of our youth group, but then they left to start their own youth group, which we are so thankful for, are coming back to have dinner with us. Oh, great. At the same time, all the parents uh, who want to come are coming along. The parents are going to have a session on how to talk to your kids about sex uh, run by a group called Big Kids Table, who are a ministry down here in Melbourne who help school uh, schools and churches talk about sex with young people. Um, and that's preparation for the sex weeks that's coming up in two weeks. So that's going to be happening. And then at the same time, we'll be having small group after dinner. And in small groups, that's when we're going to talk about money and, you know, how was it spent? And we'll spend a bit more time thinking about, um, yeah, hopefully what, what does it mean to be, uh, using your money in a way that honors God, uh, mm-hmm. and being able to use that $20 as a, illustration of what we do with money how about you chris um well like before i get to me can i just say i really appreciate how thoughtful and careful and kind of holistic you're being in the way that you're approaching sex week at youth group um because as someone who's been a teenager and who has attended uh, a number (laughs) of sex weeks at youth group um my innuendo filter is telling me that I should stop referring it to sex week at youth, referring to it as sex week <laughs> at youth group. But uh, anyway, um, the one where you talk about sex, I have heard a lot of uh, bad stuff um, <laughs> and good stuff that was done badly and just like the stuff being mishandled. But I think getting the parents on board like and on the same page, I think that's really helpful because I just think it is it's a minefield, and it like mm. navigating sex and sexuality and all of that stuff is really like it's one of the hardest things that human beings have to do, and you know when youth groups and youth leaders come in kind of a bit like shooting from the hip on it, it can really mess people up, so I appreciate the obvious care you're taking to do that well. And I yeah. wish more youth groups would do the same. Yeah. Well, it was either that or we were going to just hand out copies of I Kissed Dead and Goodbye in every young man's and every young woman's battle and call it a day. So I think you've made the right call. <laughs> now, um, there is a book that I would tear up and use as currency. 
um good good let's uh before we go in go down that purity culture rabbit hole tell me about youth group for you next week well i was sort of panicking um as i opened up the thing the schedule for youth group because i thought i've been thinking all weekend that it was escape room night um this Friday, which I am in charge of organizing and which is, I was just slightly wondering when that was going to happen, but it's not escape room night, Tom. It's bird games. <laughs> I forgot bird games are coming up. Do you have a so bird suit I. ready to go? Um, I don't. And so the next job after I log off here is to figure out what in the world bird games are. Um, so, uh, We'll see, and I look forward to telling you what bird games were and how <laughs> they went. Um, uh, we also have yep. um, a talk about, like, so in our ongoing big story of the Bible series, it's kind of we've the way we've set it up is um, we've talked about creation and we've talked about the fall and we've talked about how god is near and good and how mm. god is huge and holy and how do all of those bits fit together well they fit together in the person of jesus and that is what the talk is about and so that is uh not my job to talk about but it's someone else's and i'm sure she's going to do a great job so i'm looking forward to hearing that um, i so i'm hoping that she connects your games through the coming of the Holy Spirit at Jesus' baptism. I was going to connect it to how we're worth more than many sparrows, but those are both good. Maybe they can do the double. Um, Or that uh, when Jesus uh, was um, dedicated at the temple, they killed some birds as offering because... Interesting, because they were too poor to afford the alternatives. Yeah. Look, lots of options. Lots of bird birds going on. Or later on, maybe you could do um, birds pecking out people's eyes. Is all that, or no, eating their guts. Where was the birds with King Herod when he died? Was that birds? No, it was worms. Worms yeah. eat him. Not There's birds. the birds um, eating the bread off the head of the oh, yeah. baker um, in Egypt. Yeah. But, but that's, again. Too, too early in the Bible. Yeah. Anyway. I'll just get her to um, go on to Bible Gateway and search bird and just like cram in as much as she can. What could go wrong? Um, Fantastic. Cool. So, yes, I'm looking forward to being back at youth group. I'm looking forward to a night where I am not responsible for everything, which is basically every night these days, which is really great. Um, But I do have to go away and figure out what bird games are. So that's going to be another job. Uh, yep. If you think of any uh, listeners and it's not yet Friday, email in and give Chris at, all your bird games. Email at, me at Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com. That's Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com with all of your bird game ideas. I look forward to uh, much confusion from the kids who assumed it was board game night and they just misheard. <laughs> Um, so it's going to be a great time all around. Oh, you can play. Alrighty. Um, there is that bird. Game. It doesn't matter. No. Wingspan. Look, that's true. Bird, we can play a bird, bird board, board game. game. Yeah. Actually, my, um, cousins have just, my, my cousin Phil and his wife Meredith 
who have just launched a, a board game company, Joey Games, have got a wonderful uh, bird board game. Well, it's a bird card game um, called Busy Beaks, so we could play that. This episode is-, is sponsored by Joey Games. Uh, go to yeah. joeygames.com.au to find great Australian uh, board games about um, 80s party food, native birds, and scribbly gum larvae. All right. While we're way off topic, Busy Beaks is one of the favorite books in my house. Well, the Busy Beaks game is made in partnership with the publisher. I'm not going to lean away from the I microphone because yeah, that would be that. unprofessional. It's really um, exciting for me. But yeah, the the card game is an official tie-in product. So there you go. And fun fact, um, the editor of like who was or the like person at the publishing company who was doing all of this negotiating with them was one of my old editors back when I was writing Zach Power and stuff. So it's a small world, Tom. It's a small world. I think that means for for no particular reason that it's time for the music because we're talking about non-youth group things. Well, I was just about to say, if we hurry, we can get this one in under half an hour, which was the plan all along except remember when this was a 15 minute podcast Tom I do remember that I mean that was never but that was an idea we had anyway thanks for listening we will see you for a very special birthday episode next week in the meantime check out tomfriends.com.au busybeaks.com.au chrismonty.com sure why not Joey Gaines nailed it again